Episode 48 of the Everything is Marketing podcast brought to you by the MLive Media Group online at mlivemediagroup.com. The new website's going to be launching soon. We've got a lot of really cool, exciting stuff happening that I am very excited to tell you about but cannot yet. Also brought to you by Celebration Cinema and the Tweet Up. That is uh, going to happen in just under two weeks. And what that is is all of the summer blockbuster trailers all in one spot. And you will get a look at uh, the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice trailer as that will um, have a sneak peek today, actually. Uh, Zack Snyder's going to give you five seconds of that, and then you'll uh, start to see it roll out in the next ten days or so. So you will catch that at the tweet-up, as well as uh, probably some new Ant-Man stuff, uh, Avengers, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I will um, walk out and go grab popcorn when the Magic Mike XXL trailer plays. I'm just pre-warning you that. But CelebrationCinema.com, and you can get signed up in RSVP for the free event, the tweet-up at Celebration Cinema North on April 28th. Without further ado, it is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, Thursday morning, and I promised yesterday we would talk about your best customer, and I sort of ran out of time, so we'll start there. It is, of course, Game of Thrones time, and uh, if you're somebody who has a service provider, specifically a satellite service provider, these can be some of the more frustrating times. Why? Well, because um, this is what happens, is you will see commercials where, hey, if you sign up right now for insert service here, you get um, 12 bucks a month for the next two years when you're probably paying 112 or 120 bucks a month, and, and you think to yourself, well, man, that's not really fair, uh, but I, I guess I understand they're trying to get new customers. And um, I hear you, uh, and I, I tend to lean on the, that's not very fair. And it's not very fair because um, we're in the dawn, as we've talked about, of the connection economy. We're in the dawn of people being able to make a lot more choices with HBO now, uh, so you don't actually need a provider of any sort. You can just get your uh, HBO anywhere you go for uh, 15 bucks a month, which uh, currently is 3 bucks cheaper than I can get it on my provider that I'm currently using right now, which obviously makes the decision really, really easy because three bucks over 12 months, um, that's, I mean, not a ton of money, but it's enough money to make me want to change that and make me want to cut the cord. And we're getting closer and closer and closer with Netflix and HBO and all the things that are going to come after it and uh, how Amazon Prime is getting better and better and better. Hulu and Hulu Plus are getting better and better. And once they do that, you'll be able to make a lot more choices. Why does this matter? Well, this matters because of what I just talked about. If you're a new customer to said service and they're giving this great deal to get you in at an introductory rate, that is totally their right. But what I find, specifically this time of year, is that if you want to get, let's say you want to get HBO just in time for Game of Thrones, and you go online and you use your service provider and you click HBO Go, it ends up being 18 or 19 bucks a month, and, and off you go, you've got HBO Go. But if you were to call them, and tell them that your name, they would go, oh, we want to thank you so much for being a, a valued member, um, and we're going to give it to you for this discounted price, and we're going to throw in Showtime for three months, and, and there you go. Thank you so much. Sounds great, right? Yeah, except for in this day and age, it should be the other way around. They should look at your bill and go, okay, this guy signs up every March to get Game of Thrones or every April to get Game of Thrones, um, and then he ditches when Game of Thrones is over. So we should maybe reach out and contact him and say, hey, we want to thank you as a valued customer of said service, and we're going to give you 
uh, HBO and Showtime for at whatever price for three months so that you can enjoy Game of Thrones because we know that you watch it. They have the data to do that, but they don't. They make you call them to get the discount, which is terrible customer service. So on top of you watching commercials for them to go after new customers, which they obviously want to do, especially with the competition that you're seeing today from, as I said, the aforementioned services of Amazon and Hulu and Hulu Plus, Netflix and HBO Now, they're going to need new customers. It's an interesting test and a thing to pay attention to for whatever brand or product that you're serving that you're paying attention to your best customers in the same way because obsolescence is not unique to television it's not unique to radio it's not unique to newspaper it's not unique to magazines it's not unique to media there is always somebody coming along that's going to put you out of business if you look at the post office right over the scope of the post office that when the post office started there obviously wasn't a fedex and that didn't make Make the post office or delivering mail obsolete because there were obviously things that you're not going to pay $20 to get delivered the next day, but they wore something that disrupted the marketplace. And as we talked about yesterday with the drone technology and Amazon des- delivering via drone, which takes all of that out of the equation, um, another level of disruption. Obsolescence is unique only to business. And by that, I mean it's not unique at all to just businesses. It's all over the place and not unique to one individual business. So just because it's easier to poke fun or talk about the obsolescence of media in the shadow of the Internet or social media, that doesn't mean all of these other things aren't feeling the same strain. It happens in fast food. It happens in grocery. It happens in coffee. It happens in insurance. It happens everywhere. And so when you look at things like service providers that give you television that you have to call them for the discount instead of the other way around when they already have your name, they have your email, they have your phone number, and they know what you watch, it seems like that's an ideal time to make a deep and profound connection because that right now is what matters. And we talk a lot about how that's hard to scale, right? It's very hard for you to individually talk to every customer that you have if you're a large-scale provider of any sort of television, cable, satellite, or otherwise. However, even if you can't physically pick up the phone and call Mr. and Mrs. Holtgren and say, hey, I know you want to watch Game of Thrones. Here's the discount I'm giving you. You have my email. You could email me that so I don't have to call you. That's when you talk about email marketing. That's something I might actually open. Oh, uh, it says Game of Thrones at a discounted price. I totally want to do that because I was just about to ditch my entire service so I could get HBO now and be done with it all. But, oh, it's the same price, and then I get all these other uh, shows that I'm currently watching. Cool. I'll stick around for a little bit while longer. But that's not what they're doing. But it is what you should be doing. Who are your best customers? Do they know that you know that they're their best customers? And what are you doing to make other customers. In the sales vernacular, they would call that a funnel system. Low funnel are those people that are already consuming your product that you would call your best customers. Uh, in radio, they call it a P1. It's named after uh, when you, in the olden days, people would put their primary radio station as the first button on their radio. Or if you're super ADD or type I, maybe you put it in numerical order and screw the whole thing up. But originally, it was named because it was the primary one, the primary two. So your P1 radio station, your P1 listener, or somebody who primarily, primarily excuse me, listens to this radio station 
that's somebody that you want to overserve because that person is going to tell another person who's going to tell another person and bring other people into the tribe or into the community. So what are you doing today to talk to those people in the low funnel to get the people at the top of the funnel? Those are people who have no idea that you exist, but would probably like your product. What are you doing to talk to them right this very second? Because so many big, huge brands are doing nothing like that. And there's a lot of opportunity right now with all of the technology out there for you to take advantage of it. Everything is flattened out to the point that there is no excuse for you to A, not know who your best customers are, and B, not have a strategy to build other customers into that universe so you have more best customers. Not just focus on the best customers and hope for the best, but deal with the best customers and give them a profound experience that they want to stick around and tell their friends, and then figure out ways to get people who don't know who you are yet to become your best customer. Don't wait for them to ask you for help. Try and anticipate the help and give it to them. And a cool tech note, I don't know if you're a hockey fan. If you're not, just bear with me for a second because I'm fascinated uh, at all the cool stuff that's happening on Snapchat. Discover launched uh, late last year, and uh, we've been playing around with that. And then uh, the NHL is messing around with this really cool version. Uh, and if you've not used Snapchat a lot or at all, um, there's three things that are going on. You can obviously snap your friends or your individual users that you're dealing with. And then there's also a live frame, so things like the Grammys or the Oscars or the MTV Movie Awards, all of those things kind of have their own snap story going on, so you can catch up in real time. Uh, South by Southwest, Mashable did a ton of them. You can catch up in real time and see the snaps that are happening. Westminster Dog Show did one of them. Well, the NHL is doing it for playoff hockey that kicks off, uh, well, kicked off yesterday, um, and they're doing it with geography in mind. So you can send them snaps to their account that they're going to mold into their story of the live events of the uh, playoff hockey that is happening wherever you are a fan. So if you're a fan of the Red Wings, you're going to see the snaps of the NHL of the story of what the Red Wings are doing or the Blackhawks or the Bruins or whoever you're a fan of. You're going to see just that snap story. And I think that sort of marketing is really, really compelling. And when you add into the fact that here, uh, if you pre-order the Apple Watch, that you're going to start to see that sort of uh, marketing that shows up on people's arms and the way the haptics work in the Apple Watch and how you can get messaging in real time that's uh, not only geography-based, but it's also going to be super personalized. These are things that you need to start paying attention to that big brands are doing. The NHL doing some really cool stuff on Snapchat, so if you haven't gotten in and dove in to check out what's happening in Discover, you should certainly do that from a content perspective to see how content lives on Snapchat because it's fascinating, and you you also should spend a minute or two watching how brands are using the my story function, especially when they're able to do it with geography in mind, geotagging, geofencing, whatever you'd like to call it. But the NHL playoffs doing some really cool stuff. So check it out this weekend. Uh, another podcast tomorrow for Friday. If you need anything on email, it's Eric at MLive.com or at Polymath and Vine on Twitter. Have a great day. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.